Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black Shirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. I'm a staff writer inside Nebraska, and he is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Black Shirt. Jay, we are back with another Black Shirt Breakdown. This time, we are breaking down a quarterback commit, Daniel Kalen from Bellevue West, the Missouri flip. Uh, Nebraska kept after him um, after Dylan Riola. Um, did what he did and committed to the committed to the Georgia Bulldogs. But, uh, you know, the the Huskers, Matt Rule, Marcus Satterfield never really stopped. Um, they let Daniel know that they wanted him. And um, here he is. So when you when you uh, found out that Danny Kay was in the going to be in the class, the seventh member of the 2024 class, where were your overall thoughts, Jay? Uh, well, I mean, first of all, you know, he's got a, a name already, Danny Kay. Right. And, uh, you know, hopefully that turns into Danny touchdown. But, you know, the the I think the mantra that the football staff has taken is ABC always be closing. Right. So, look, they they knew it was a possibility that Dylan Rayola was going to, you know, maybe go somewhere else. But they put their best foot forward and and you can't you got to respect his decision. And also you got to respect that Nebraska was right there to the very end. And, you know, with that being said, business goes on and. I think the the lines of communication was probably the most important part, right? Being yep. totally upfront and honest with Daniel mm-hmm. Kalen, Dylan Kalen being uh, totally upfront and honest with them that he's going to commit to Missouri. He was willing to still listen to Nebraska during during the recruitment of Dylan Rayola. Once Dylan Rayola decided to commit to Georgia, happy for Georgia, happy for Dylan. But then, hey, Dylan Kalen, look, we still have a, we still like you, we love you actually, mm-hmm. and you know, don't take it as a knock that we went after the number one quarterback that has family legacy, deep roots in Nebraska uncles, the offensive line coach, his, uh, you know, dad is one of the best offensive linemen ever to put on a Nebraska uniform. Daniel Kalen has wanted to come to Nebraska from the very get go. What people don't understand is because, you know, they don't have, I guess, intimate knowledge that uh, Verducho or Verducho or I don't, the former quarterback coach offered him early some of somebody on the staff didn't particularly like it. And so the connection was always there. Mickey Joseph rekindled that, got it going. Um, Matt Rule kind of obviously took it to the next level and kept recruiting him. And you got to, I think he's a quarterback that's sneaky good. Cause really, when you think about it, Steve, when Daniel Kalen burst onto the scene, he hadn't started a varsity game yet and had that's an right. offer from Florida State. So he mm-hmm. went down to Florida State. They saw his arm talent, even though they knew he he's only been on JV. Now, look, Bellevue West has been quarterback central, like right? So let's not think that he wasn't good enough to play early. He was just sitting behind another Division One quarterback, waited his time, lit it up last year, and continued to progress. He's only going to get better. Um, and so I think it's a good get for Nebraska. I think, look, when you look at the class, right, when you have a quarterback in there, it goes up or down with the way that the quarterback ends up, you know, playing in within the system. And so I think Nebraska got a good get here in uh, Danny K. Absolutely. Danny K, um, six foot two, 195 pounds. I recently got the pleasure of watching him throw at a workout um, at Bellevue West. Good size. Um, it's the first time that I saw him up close and personal. I really like, really like him physically. I obviously there's room to grow still, but just to start off, I, I think I, I really like his height, um, just the way his body body overall looks and just the way he was moving and throwing and the, his footwork. You could tell he's been groomed to be a quarterback right, from yeah. an early, early age. And that's exactly what you are looking for, uh, right, Jay? And just this, uh, yeah. if, if you're going to have a quarterback in the class, you want him to be this kind of new age quarterback where, you know, they're in, they're in high school right now and they've been playing the, the – 
they've been playing the position specifically since they were a little kid. Yeah, well, well, first of all, I mean, he's a legit 6'2", 6'2 and a half. He's not a fake 6'2", where he's listed at 6'2", shows up on campus, and he's barely six foot. He's a legit 6'2", 6'2 and a half, has a good frame. He's going to get bigger and faster and stronger. I think his arm strength is going to get, you know, obviously better with, you know, obviously training specifically to be a better quarterback. But really, you want to give props to the Warren Academy, right, where you think it's Cole yeah. Payton, Zane yeah. Flores, Daniel Kalen, and a host of other quarterbacks. Even Heinrich Harburg has been through there to where they're getting year-round training on how to be a legitimate power five quarterback. So when you when you said you see him, how he's operating, yep. even though they're doing a lot of seven-on-seven, seven, they're getting a ton of off-season work with, against good competition as far as the skill position on offense and defense. So the throws that they're making during the, the football season, during the high school football season, has been done hundreds of times you know, without people seeing it. So that's why you're seeing the product of him in a very short time, power five upon power five offer, and Nebraska's uh should be ecstatic as at, at, at the commit from Daniel Kalen. Not even physically developing, um, maybe maybe quicker than some other p- people who don't do it, but mentally, the okay. uh, mental aspect of being a quarterback, reading a coverage. You know, if you see a corner right here, then the safety's doing that, and then the second level's doing that. I think that's where Dan- Daniel Kalen really kind of shines, and maybe has a foot foot ahead of other guys at his position. So. Um, that's another thing to keep in mind too, just the mental aspect that Danny K is going to bring uh, to the class. But we are here to break down some uh, Danny K highlights here. We got five throws, and boy, I really like these first two. And and my favorite one is going to be the last one, but we can uh, save that <laughs> for the, for the time that we get there. But um, so Jay, take us through this first play. We look looks like we have a double move on the outside. Um, wh- whichever quarterback that is, I don't know. Davon Hall, Isaiah McMorris, one of the fast ones. Um, he wins his yes, route. They, and Dan- yeah, Dan- it's, it, it's what you like here. First, I don't mean to cut you off. It's good yeah. on good, right? This is Gretna, yeah. defending state champion against mm-hmm. Daniel Kalen, Bellevue West, the host of good athletes and a, and a host of really good athletes as far as uh, Gretna goes. Now, there's Isaiah McMorris double double move, but this is something that's been done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Look at the look at it, right? The quick shoulder, kind of like a shoulder shrug, steps into it. Then what I really liked about it, it turned into from a go into a skinny post, right? So when you look at way the where he delivers the ball, the wide receiver is outside the numbers. You want this skinny post double move on the inside shade of that number right there. So when you think of it right here, see how he crosses his face right here? Yep. So you don't, if the safety got a good good uh drop. He would be in the middle field towards that G. So you want it between the G and the numbers. And look where it's placed, right on the inside shade of the number. So ideally, if your receiver catches it in 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 full stride, it's a house call. So it's not just you know hitting a a a, a double double move in a go route, right? It's the ball placement, right? It's the selling the the short uh, comeback right there and getting the cornerback turned. So he's reading the cornerback the cornerback shoulders. And then also through repetition with Isaiah McMorris right here is, you know, hitting him in stride, big play and taking advantage of one-on-one coverage. And so when you see it right here, he gives it a little a la Peyton Manning, throws it before Isaiah McMorris even comes out of his break, right? Yeah. And the reason why he's able to do that is because he's been coached up through Warren Academy and his coach Hoffman here is once this cornerback here, first of all, he has a bad backpedal, right? It's too high. Look at him. You got a division one recruit right there. You're too high, right? Way too. And then you get once he gets that 360 turn in the cornerback shoulders, 
you know, it, it's it's pretty much he's he's just burnt toast right here, and it's put into it's dropped into a position to where even if the safety was there, it'd be hard for the safety to make a play on the ball. And uh, Isaiah McMorris could, you know, split the defense here because look where it's at right here. So if this safety had a good drop, right, and it's even with the cornerback, that ball is placed in between two receivers. That comes from repetition, mm-hmm. in season and off season, and then obviously during practice as well. So this is a big time throw, big time catch, and it just shows the type of arm talent that he has to where he can throw it on the money, you know, on the diamond. And again, good on good. This is how you evaluate quarterbacks, right? You're going against Omaha West Side, a host of Division One players on the defensive side of the ball. You could probably say that they have four or five. They might have the most Division One players on the one side of the ball in the state with five guys. You know, depending on the, uh, you know, the the year that they're graduating. But again, right here, look at this route right here, and look where it's placed. I like the ball placement. You got yep. Caleb Benning, I think, right here, as far as being the safety. Um, you know, the obviously the the, the slot receiver isn't covered. He knows what he's doing. He knows that the, the the cushion is eaten up by the receiver. Look at the receiver seeing it right here. Look, before he even knows that the ball is coming, he's looking down the barrel of getting hit. Now, granted, in high school, you're not going to be able to get hit like you are in college. Inside the, the defensive back, right, catches it in stride. Now it's up to the receiver to make a house call. So you look at it, where it's thrown. Once you read the defense, he's throwing it not based on the coverage. He's throwing it based on where the defensive back is, right? So mm-hmm. if he if he wins on the inside, he needs it more on the inside of the hash, not too close to the second or the other hash. You actually want it right in the middle of the field because if the backside safety is playing his half, right, or whatever coverage, if he's able to go and help, right, where you see the only one receiver looks like they have a uh, underneath and, and over top coverage. If the safety gets over there, you want it in between the safety. So when you're thinking about the routes that in the in the plays that you pick, these are big time throws. These aren't throws to where these guys are wide open by 15, 20 yards and you just got to get it there. These are timing routes, placement routes, and big time throws. So when you're evaluating a quarterback, you got to look at where what he's able to do against good competition. The last two plays that you've shown is the, is the defending champions in back-to-back years. So you know that they're well coached. And so in order to defeat these well-coached defenses and coverages, you have to be able to place the ball and get it to your your big-time players and uh, allow them to make big-time plays. And so Daniel Kalen, again, it's another route that's p- timely placed and, and a great a great throw and catch by the uh, quarterback and receiver. And this is another one where he leads him perfectly in the back of the end zone. I really wanted to use this one because I think that was Davon Hall at the touchdown pass too. So, I mean, right. again – he steps into the throw so well. He, you know, there's that room in that pocket for him to step up. He steps up and he just delivers, you know, a perfect ball and lets Davon run under it, right? And he, just you're completely right. When look, it's not just the throw. The throw is great, right? Because I look, we're not going to put up highlights of him not being able to hit the broad side of a barn. But yep, the best thing for him is his pocket presence, right? Mm-hmm. So look at it right here. You're getting a little bit of a pass rush. His eyes are downfield, so what you look for at a quarterback, you don't want his eyes to drop, even with a little bit low of a snap, right? He's getting pass rush up, pass rush up the middle, right, by the by the defense here, stepping up, stepping up, right? And then he steps into a throw and delivers a dime. Again, the ball placement, right? Good trajectory, mm-hmm. good velocity. He knows his, his receiver is going to beat this guy one-on-one. Look at it. He's able to catch it. And in college, you only need one foot down. In the pros, you need two. This looks like a, a route on air, but this this is obviously 
a really, really good throw and catch. Look at it right here. Step up, gallop step, gallop step, and releases it on a second gallop step. This is from how he's been trained in the Warren Academy mm-hmm. and how he's been coached at his high school level. And this, I, the throw is great, right? But I'm looking at other things that can be portable to what you'd like to see at the power five level. Gallop step, gallop step. He knows he can't get to a third gallop step. It needs to be released because it gives it time for his receiver to run in, run under it and get his feet in inbound for the touchdown in the corner. And then also, Steve, let's look at the ball placement here, mm-hmm. right? The ball placement is where the only the receiver can make a play on it, right? It's either going to be a receiver is going to, you know, catch it and be, you know, a touchdown, or if he has to turn to a defensive back right there, it's, it, that's actually pretty good coverage, right? Yeah, it wasn't Look bad. Look at it, right? Right. Again, the ball placement. It's something that's been repetition, repetition, but the accuracy on deep balls and his ability to play quarterback. I think Nebraska is, I mean, the coach rule and Satterfield and, and the offense and the offensive skill guys should be excited about Daniel Kalen coming in and, and possibly being the starter uh, within a year or two. I mean, Jay, you bringing up the footwork here. I'm I'm finding a new appreciation for the footwork. Like when when I was putting these highlights together, I was like obviously looking at the throw and the ball placement in the back of the end zone. But this footwork here, I just I I find myself just watching it and like, man, that's good. Just yeah, in control. Quick. Everything about it was in control. You know, right. it's the base right, a good wide base right, quick steps right, no wasted steps, and he's explosive. Look yeah. at the way he's able to throw, you know, to follow through and, and he's able to control the velocity and trajectory because it's something he's done before, but he's yeah. been coached up to play like this. This is not something that you do naturally. This is how you play the quarterback position at a big time level. He's out of Omaha, Nebraska, Bellevue West. It's a great get by Nebraska. And you mentioned um, coached up to play this way. He's been playing this position his whole life, probably. And this throw, this in the bucket throw right over the shoulder of his receiver, I mean, was probably my 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 favorite play of this highlight series will be at the the one after this one. But this one was uh, probably my second favorite. Well, again, Steve, this is good on good. So every highlight, this is Carney right here. I think one of the best defenses that have been in the state and has had to done a really good job against Dang. the big time receivers. When you look at this right here, the seven cut, this is the hardest one from the opposite hash right here, right? Throws it before he gets out of the break. Look at the trajectory in between two two defenders. It's good coverage right here, right? You got a, you got a a underneath and over top coverage, right? This, the corner tries to get back there. It's right there in the bucket. There's only one person that can make this catch, right? Isaiah McMorris. Now you got to give him, he's a power five Nebraska offer uh, amongst a host of other ones. But again, look at this throw right here. It's before he gets out of the break, it's out of his hand before he even whips his head around. And look at the trajectory and the velocity is dropped into the bucket to where only Isaiah McMorris can make the catch right before the sideline. Great catch by the receiver, even better pass right there. The footwork is is phenomenal, which allows him to throw this. Look, there's not guys that get paid to play on Sundays that can throw this route. Now I'm not, I'm not by no means. Am I saying Daniel Kalen is an NFL quarterback? But there's guys that I've played against that can't make this throw right here. Yeah. On time, on the money. I always, say, you know, I always say this: when a pass is on time, it's on on target. It's got to be on time, and that's what it is right here. It's dropped in the bucket in between two defenders against a well-coached defense. Carney has been known to shut down high-powered offenses. Right? You go out to Carney and you get upset. Now this is at Bellevue West, but look at this throw right here coming out of the break. Great trajectory and velocity. It's a big time throw, and you can see why Daniel Kalen had, you know, offers from a, a host of a Power Five, uh, you know, colleges along with Missouri that's in the SEC, which is 
you know, going against the best defenses and the best quarterbacks in the competition. Uh, so it's a big get for Nebraska to uh, get him even after uh, Dylan Rayola uh, decided to commit to uh, Georgia. You lead your receiver too far, it's out of bounds. You right. lead him, you don't lead him enough, you kind of short arm it, maybe the cornerback makes a play. This throw, I mean, just beautiful, just beautiful. And we can go on here with the final play. Finally, we get to my favorite play here. Um, so he's fl- uh, flushed from the pocket a little bit and I just love the accuracy still he's he's moving he's on the run to his right he um, just delivers another accurate pass in a very very tight window and we have two uh, different angles we have this angle and then one from the end zone which was kind of makes it even more impressive in my opinion just to see how much room he was actually working with but uh, Jay what do you see from this one well, first of all, you like a quarterback that's getting flushed out of pocket with his eyes up and having to move on and throw on the run. And it's the accuracy right here, right? Yeah. Eyes up. He knows where it's going. Look, he's throwing <laughs> where the he's not throwing where he's at. He's throwing where he's going to. Look, the play isn't over. It's still on time. It's still delivered in the same spot as if if, if is as as it as if he had a clean pocket. So look, it, it's just this it, is another feather, you know, in his cap that where he gets it. He avoids the rush and look at the footwork, right? Right. One, two steps, right? It's coming out, eyes up the field, looking to pass, right? And he finds another window. It's the same window, but it's a little bit a different angle. But it his footwork is allowing him to deliver the ball mm-hmm. on time, on target, when the pocket isn't clean. And that's how you can evaluate, guys. How are you? It's great to go out there when it's nice and easy, right? Let's evaluate you when things aren't perfect, right? It's it's an inside rush. The center gets beat right there. The guard forgets to come off on him. He, he sees the rush. He feels the rush. So that's something that we're, when you're talking about evaluating quarterbacks, you're talking about pocket presence. And then the ability to throw on the run with a different arm angle with accuracy against a good, well-coached defense right here. This is something that where if you're, a you know, obviously a quarterback coach and obviously a college coach, this is what you want to see. This is something that you this isn't seven on seven here where there's nobody rushing you. These are these are live reps against a good defense, against guys that are trying to obviously, you know, get in the quarterback's way to stop a high powered offense. And look at the accuracy right here. Look at the the tight spiral and on time to where he knows his receiver has to get down and make the catch right over the long stretched arm of this good. This is good coverage right here yeah. by the by the safety or linebacker right here, right? It's kind of a, you know, kind of two skinny posts. I call it a trail route right here where you trail the first number three to see, and you're reading number 30 here. So, you know, once number 30 goes with the tight end, mm-hmm. you got to hit the second trailer, but you can't throw it behind him and you got to throw it where he's going to go and you have to throw it in a tight window just in case uh, safety comes over. They're, you know, one thing about Bellevue West, they're running a little bit more high, high uh, IQ offensive routes right here, but they, look right here. It's it, Look, the receiver has to win. But the quarterback has to deliver the mail, and so um, you know, look, it's a good, it's a great route and a great, great throw and catch right here. But you got to give it up to Daniel Kalen right here, to where they tried to stop their number one target, which was number eighty-eight, their their defensive end. He said, "Okay, you're taking away my first op- option. I'm going to throw it to number two. So again, something that he's rep, something that he's able to do, throwing the move when it's not perfect, throwing the move when his first option is taken away." That's how you evaluate a quarterback at the power five level. What can you do when things aren't perfect? I want to see you make the plays. We look for the ball placement. We look for the velocity. We look for the pocket presence. But let's uh, let's see how you work off off uh, off schedule and off kilter 
And that's just a play that shows that he's a, a big get for Nebraska and they should be excited down there in Lincoln. Five different plays and five uh, excellent throws um, from, from Daniel Kalen. And, you know, now that, now that the Huskers have their quarterback in the class, that's where this is where the peer recruiting starts. And I think Daniel Kalen is a pretty popular kid. I've seen him interact on the sidelines with other guys from different schools. He just seems like a well-liked guy and who knows what that means for the future of this class. Um, you know, I think a lot of uh, different, I think skill guys and and who knows other guys are going to want to uh, play with Daniel Kalen. So it's going to be really interesting to watch from this point forward with him in the class. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, you'd like to think that you got two division one receivers at Bellevue yeah. West. They're familiar with him, but I think he's been known in around the Midwest and Omaha area for quite some time. So you even think about like a Thomas Fedoni or guys like that, that are, yeah. you know, like a Jalen Lloyd, that's going to be there this year, a year before he's in. So when he steps in there, there, it's a known face. They know that he's a leader. They know that what, you know, what he can do. And so for him, it's a good thing as well. He's seeing guys that he knows and he's guys that he's going to meet throughout this next year. And so I think it's a good get on both ends, the peer recruiting and also the guys that are be there. For sure. All right, Jay, that was fun. Um, thank you again for your time. And that was Daniel Kalen, the black shirt breakdown. And we will be um, with you again, whenever the Huskers snag another 2024 guy. So Jay, my name is Steve and that was the black shirt breakdown. We'll catch y'all later.